This episode of Voices in My Head is brought to you by Podbean. With Podbean, you can create professional podcasts in minutes without any programming knowledge. Best of all, everything is mobile-ready right from the start. Visit podbean.com voices to find out more. That's podbean.com voices. Welcome to Voices in My Head, the official podcast of me, Rick Lee James. I'm a recording artist, a singer, a songwriter, an author, a worship leader, and an ordained minister in the Church of the Nazarene. The Voices in My Head podcast is where I discuss music, movies, books, pop culture, theology, and more with friends, colleagues, and sometimes just by myself. Now make sure to let me know what you think of today's episode by leaving me a review on iTunes or by tweeting at me at Rick Lee James on Twitter. And please join my mailing list at rickleejames.com where you can receive an email every time a new episode is released. And by the way, in case you're interested in a daily dose of kindness and encouragement beyond this podcast, I also run the Twitter account at Mr. Rogers Say, where I post daily quotes from Fred Rogers, one of the voices in my head. Well, I guess that's it for the intro, so sit back, relax, and listen to the latest episode of Voices in My Head. Hello, friends. Rick Lee James here. I apologize that my voice is just barely hanging on, but I have been fighting the flu for about a week. I think I am becoming victorious over it, but still, my voice is not quite where it should be. But I did want to start the show uh, with with two different things that I don't normally do. Uh, One, to let you know that I am running a Kickstarter for just a few more days uh, on a music video for Love Our Enemies, uh, one of my most popular songs so far from the album Thunder. And uh, we're trying to raise $2,000, and I could use all the help that I can get. Uh, That money is going to go towards paying the video crew paying for the rental spaces uh, hopefully buying some food the day of for all of the cast and the people that are in the music video i'm really excited about it i think we're going to have a great time and the best part is you if you are listening today you are invited to come be in the music video in dayton ohio on march 28th if you want to find out more details just go to rickleyjames.com on the front page you'll be able to find out more just by clicking on the kickstarter link it'll take you to our campaign but we need all the help we can get and even if you just visit the site it helps us get more visibility Now, the other thing I wanted to start this show with is Dave Trout of UTR Media is my guest today. And one time when I was calling him for this interview, I got his voicemail. And it's one of the coolest and funniest voicemails I've ever heard. So I hope he doesn't mind. But I'm going to play his voicemail for you as we begin today. Thanks for listening to Voices in My Head. Welcome to the world's number one game show, Dave Trout's Voicemail, presented by UTR Media. Siri, tell our contestant what they've won. Welcome back to Voices in My Head. As always, I'm your host, Rick Lee James, and I'm so glad that you're here with us once again for this great podcast. Today, we have a wonderful guest. He's back again, Dave Trout. Dave has been in Christian radio in some form or fashion for over 20 years. He's worked for WETN-FM in Wheaton, Illinois, WCFL-FM in Morris, Illinois, Moody Radio, and Reframe Media. 
He started the Under the Radar radio show in 2008 while working at Reframe, and in 2014, that show became its own independent nonprofit ministry under Dave's oversight. In 2017, the organization underwent a creative relaunch and now produces a wider variety of media projects under the new name UTR Media. Besides well-crafted music, Dave loves pizza, watching Netflix and Hulu, Apple products, fishing, the Cubs, and driving five miles per hour over the speed limit. He recently moved to Murfreesboro, Tennessee with his wife and five children, and I'm so glad to have a chance to have a visit with him again today. Dave Trout, welcome back to Voices in My Head. Ah, yes. I love I love being uh, one of Rick's voices in your head. <laughs> no, it's great to be here, Rick. Thanks for having me back. You know, let's catch up a little bit first, just uh, because there's been a lot of change in your life. I was looking back, and I think the last time you were on this program, uh, it would have been back in Reformation Day maybe a couple of years ago, because yeah. we were talking about if uh, Christian uh, music needed a Reformation. And right. I, I think it was uh, somewhere around October. Yeah, it would have, would have been in October if it was Reformation Day, so it's been at yeah. least a couple of years since that time. And you've had a few life changes since then. I know we've hung out some at like the National Worship Leader Conference one year, and then yeah. uh, we've we've done a couple of different events together since then. But I really haven't talked to you since your move from Chicago to Murfreesboro. So so how's that all going? That's going good. Um, in fact, I can tell you, it was it was that weekend at the National Worship Leader Conference, which was. When we hung out, it was I think May of 2018, mm-hmm. and um, and you played at uh, one of the UTR showcase events that we did. Yes, and um, it was it was on that trip where I really started to feel, let's just call it sort of like a spiritual nudge mm-hmm. to move to Tennessee and to move closer to Nashville, and um, I, I it was a very um, interesting kind of palpable feeling that I had while on that trip. And I, I can't remember if I talked to you about it or not. Um, but I, I remember literally talking to a couple people on mm. like while it was still on that trip. And, and then I came home and immediately set down my, my suitcase and told my wife, honey, we need to go for a walk. <laughs> I have something <laughs> to tell you. That's going to sound crazy. And I, yeah. and I, and I told her, about uh, the desire to move to Nashville and just kind of how it came out of nowhere. And I felt it felt it was very possibly kind of a spiritual leading. And um, and sure enough, you know, we did that. That's what started the exploration process of moving. And um, throughout the that rest of 2018 and the first half of 2019, um, we just kept praying and, and seeking God for direction and um, really kind of testing to see if it was, if we felt it was um, a spiritual leading um, and, and we did feel it was. So in, yeah. in some ways we, I mean, not in some ways, in major ways, yeah. we moved to middle Tennessee um, because we felt God leading us to do it and not because we had a real, real clear plan of how this is all going to play out, or, or we had like a jobs, you know, secure down here or something like that. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, it wasn't vocation, vocationally led, or, or really anything other than us trying to, just trying to be authentic pursuers of 
of God and, and mm. we, f- we felt that this was the next step for our family. And, uh, and it's turned out to be a really great step. We have been super blessed. Um, we, we didn't know exactly where we'd land in the Nashville area. It just so mm-hmm. happens that we landed in Murfreesboro. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, we're really, really thankful we did. We love the area. We love the schools here. The community is fantastic. Um, and, and it's also, you know, only about a half hour from Nashville. So we're able yeah. to stay in close contact with some of our dear friends that live down here and visit some of the great events that happen in the city. So, um, it's, it's really been a cool, you know, first six months here in Tennessee. That's great. Well, it's interesting because one of my best friends in the world accepted a call to Murfreesboro First Church of the Nazarene there about oh. maybe a year before you guys moved there. So wow. he's pretty new back to the area. And uh, when I'm down in the area, sometimes he has me play at his church and I stay at his house. And I've always thought if I move back to Nashville area again, uh, Murfreesboro would be a great spot just because you're not in the the traffic of nashville but you're close enough that you can actually get there if you need to and uh, and i really enjoyed the town the, the couple of times that i visited there so uh but I, I it's been fun to kind of watch your progress and you've been a bit of a uh, of a hero to me in a, in a lot of ways even in the move just because of your obedience because i remember um somewhere hearing you tell the story of uh, all the houses that you had uh, looked at <laughs> when you were down yeah. there. And, you know, it's interesting because sometimes we do sense that God is leading us somewhere and we just expect, well, everything's going to be easy and every door is going to open. And, and you guys really had a, a, a strong feeling God was leading, but you were having a hard time, it seemed like. And I think you even took an extra day more to look at houses, if memory serves, uh, while you were down there. And, and then when you finally did find the place it was kind of like i think you and your wife both felt oh yeah this is it this is why we (laughs) had come down here if memory serves so that's even a a cool story too and it's a hard thing to um you know in some ways kind of like abraham step out and go all right god i'll go but but where exactly (laughs) yeah yeah i mean it's it's really it's really good for um I, i mean for your listeners to know that that's um, if you are authentically pursuing your dreams and even following what you feel to be a spiritual calling, um, there will be many, many, many times, at least in, in, as this is true in, in my life and true in my wife's life, that there's been many times that we have said, have we made a mistake? Um, th- this doesn't make sense right now. Um, this isn't going the way we thought it would. Uh, those are common feelings. And, um, and in some ways, we do have to find the strength to persevere through those moments because there have been even even after moving, there were times where <laughs> we were like, "Have we made a mistake? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, did, uh, did we hear correctly? Um, yeah. Did we follow correctly?" And those doubts and those questions will always linger. But I think I think it's good. It's it's okay to have those feelings. It's it, and you're exactly right that. It doesn't always go smooth sailing, even for people who are trying to follow God. It, it, it isn't always smooth. And sometimes God wants us to experience that roughness because it builds trust. It builds character. It builds perseverance. And so I think that uh, there is a good, uh, you know, that, that, that flows through the hardship that, that's worth still pursuing it. Yeah. 
Well, and it, it makes me think a little bit of uh, our mutual friends, Wild Harbors, and they have that song Monument, you know, which yes. is kind of about, uh, you yeah. know, making a making a monument to remind us that God did lead us here for the days when we have trouble seeing it. And, True. Uh, and I, yep. I think it. You know, you've really kind of lived that out in a lot of ways. And and there's some new things, which the reason that I have you on the show today is we're going to talk about another new endeavor that uh, I think you really feel kind of God has been leading you into, and it's a big deal. And, and that's uh, the making of a new music festival down yeah. <laughs> in, uh, in Tennessee. And uh, that sounds like just an awful lot of work and a huge undertaking. And I know a little bit about it because uh, I've been in sort of a chat group where we've been brainstorming ideas for the festival but um let's talk a little bit about this um yeah what, what is uh, what is kind of going on in in your heart and in your mind uh that is inspiring this new uh what is i'm gonna let you give the name i won't give it away but this new festival that that you're working on right now yeah um i, I mean Everybody loves not everybody, but a lot of people love music festivals. <laughs> they're great. They're fun. They're the fun gatherings, um, and there's all different styles of them. There's you know, pop music and rock music and jazz and folk festivals, and and of course there's a lot of Christian music festivals across the country. And so, uh, so yeah, it's kind of fun that we are starting a brand new one. Um, it's never been never happened before. So. Um, I'll, I'll tell you the name first that we just came up with uh, earlier this month. It's going to be called um, the White Owl Music Fest. And it's going to happen in, in the Murfreesboro slash Nashville area on Memorial Weekend. And we're so excited. It's been so fun um, bringing it all together. And um, thank you, Rick, for being a part of our. Um, we've had a discussion group kind of coming up with ideas. We've had, um, yeah, just we've been asking artists, uh, you know, to get on board. We've been asking sponsors to get on board. It's been kind of a cool it's been fun. Um, first few weeks here of really, really getting this thing launched. Yeah, it's been it's been neat to be a part of this, the, the chat conversations about that and, and trying to come up with a good name. And, you know, the thoughtfulness that goes into naming a festival for one thing uh you know there was a lot of fun and joking and different things and, and carmen even came up a couple times which was kind of funny uh of course. but but when why, everybody why shouldn't he <laughs> why shouldn't he of course the 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 addicted to jesus festival or whatever but uh but you know what when when everybody kind of settled in and and i think you kind of ultimately made the executive decision after lots of discussion on the white owl music fest i think it just kind of felt right to everybody too um it may, maybe good. tell us tell us a little bit about the white owl and kind of the name behind this festival and and why you really felt like that was going to be something that captured uh, the spirit of what you wanted to do with this one yeah yeah i i one of the things that i love about the name is um it sort of bridges these two worlds to me one being a little bit more earthy like um, when you think of farms and barns, you know, an owl is not that far out of the equation. Like, yeah. like it, you often would see an owl at a farm. And, and I, and I should mention that this festival is going to be happening at a farm and, and inside of a, a barn venue. Mm -hmm. Um, so that, so that's one of the, one of the 
sort of images we wanted to project, but also I love the the more kind of mythical and literary um, concept of the white owl as well. Sure. Um, there's a, there's a lot of sort of legend and mythical writings that that talk about the white owl as as this creature of um, that that empowers others into imagination as well as is a uh, a unity um, a unifying creature that 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 brings other woodland creatures together and and as I thought about the event I thought that's really something that we're after is we want to inspire people we want people to to unlock imagination and creativity um, we want people to feel spiritually uh, enriched and encouraged and yeah. and gather together to um, to, to be unified um, under that banner of God's love and under the banner of um, great faith-inspired music. Yeah, that's terrific. Well, talk to us just a bit about uh, kind of where this came from, because for a few years, for six years in a row, uh, you actually did another sort of festival that was Escape to the Lake. And, I mean, you just name a few of the artists just off the top of your head that you had at Escape to the Lake over the years. Well... Yeah, the first one that comes to mind is Rickley James, of course. <laughs> but there are um, way better ones, so just, you know, let's go. <laughs> I don't know about that, but um, yeah, we've, we've had um, Ginny Owens, Sarah Groves, Burlap to Cashmere, Shell, Jenny and Tyler, uh, The Grey Havens, Randall Goodgame, Krista Wells, um, and, and I mean, really, I'm, I'm leaving out a bunch, yeah. uh, but but there's there's just been... We, we, it's been an extravagance of riches in terms of the artists that we've had at, yeah. at, at that summer gathering. And in many ways, um, you know, this is, we, we sort of didn't necessarily plan on that going away, but mm -hmm. we just sort of hit roadblock after roadblock and dead mm -hmm. end after dead end. And, um, it, you know, we actually didn't do it at all last year, partly because of our move to, to Tennessee but partly because we were just hitting so many dead ends even back yeah. then. And then we tried to even revive it again for summer 2020 and, and more dead ends and more difficulty. Mm. And, and of course, I, I think that you would agree with me that, um, that a red light or, or a dead end isn't always, um, it isn't always God saying no, or it isn't always us you know, being faced with discouragement, but it, right. oftentimes God uses those closed doors to just guide us and have a shift a little bit. Mm -hmm. And, and so I feel like this new event that we're putting on is a bit of a shift and mm -hmm. we're just, we, we, we're turning away from the red lights and trying another Avenue. And, uh, and in some ways using a lot of our experience to focus on, certain aspects of this event to kind of create, um, uh, I don't know, like I, I've, I've been telling people it's almost like escape to the lake 2.0. Yeah. We're, we're trimming away some of the, some of the excess weight of that event that didn't always never always had a difficult time with or always felt a little bulky on. And then we're, we're, you know, trying to amplify the things that we think we do well. Um, so it gives us a, a kind of a clean slate in a way. Yeah. 
Well, I, you know, I, you had told me a little bit before about um, this place where the festival is going to be held at, and there are a couple of barns, actually, that you said have been turned into really concert venue spaces or for event spaces, and they'll do weddings and they'll do concerts and all kinds of things, and it's connected with a church uh, that's there in the area, and you kind of happened upon it when you were looking for different places to go, and yeah. I just felt like this was the place, and, and again, you had been looking... Uh, feeling a tug on your heart to to start another festival like this um and yet it wasn't until you kind of found this place uh at a church one sunday and it didn't ultimately become your church home but it just seemed like that was the right spot to do uh, a festival like this what are some of the benefits of of meeting in a place like this like what are some of the things that you saw about this venue and you thought yeah this is the place yeah, actually, even before we we looked at any houses in Murfreesboro or anything like that, um, th- this is last summer when we were house hunting. Uh, we actually have a friend that lives in the town here, and and they gave us a tour of of they kind of drove us around Murfreesboro, showing us around, and um, and they drove us past this place. It's this farm called the Grove, mm. and they were just talking about it, just just. You know, being able to see the outside of it, and they said, "Oh, they they do so many cool things there. They host some of the school proms, and uh, there's concerts and weddings." and And I was just like, "That's so cool that not every town has a neat mm-hmm. space like that." And so, I I I mean, that was on my radar before we even moved here. And then, um, like you said, I visited that church, uh, which happened to that was the first week they were meeting in at that place, the Grove. And uh, so just being able to experience a gathering inside the barn and listening to them, you know, doing the worship music, um, you know, it was it was definitely inspiring. I will tell you, I mean, there's something within me, there's something about seeing the venue that that inspires the ideas. Mm -hmm. And and that's one of the reasons why Escape to the Lake was having trouble the last couple of years of of getting, you know, keep kind of keeping the momentum going is we, we had to switch venues again mm. and without having a venue in my head and just sort of knowing that knowing where we would land, it, I felt really uninspired. Yeah. And so um, that Sunday at that uh, church gathering, I left feeling very inspired, not necessarily to do a whole festival, but I just felt, oh, I'd love to do an event here. This is an amazing space and I feel like the music that we promote would be perfect for this kind of space. Mm. Um, and, uh, and kind of just left, left it at that for, for a little, for a few weeks at least, just thinking we'd do kind of a, a one night event. Um, but when we realized Escape to the Lake probably wasn't going to happen in 2020, I started, this was in December, so just a few months ago, started. Um, allowing that initial idea of a concert at this barn to grow. And I started to think, well, what if it was like an all-day festival? And what if we built a little weekend experience around that that day where you know folks who maybe used to come to Escape to the Lake or who just want to meet other music lovers and hang out for a weekend in, in the Nashville area, what if we kind of built something for them to come and of course that that one day of concerts would be sort of the centerpiece but we could build some other other things around that Mm -hmm. so that's all of a sudden you know the ideas started flowing and um 
and then just a few weeks later started contacting artists to get them on board. Uh, we, we, you know, rented, you know, put down the deposit to rent out the, the Grove. And then, um, you know, just within just a few weeks, um, you know, sponsors have been saying yes, artists have been saying yes. Um, and things have come together just super quickly. It's really been a team effort to put together all the details, um, the website, the logo, the, um, you know, j- even help with sponsorships and things like that. Uh, everyone is, there's just a whole team of people that have been interested to get involved with something new, which has been mm. so, so fun, That's which is really, amazing. really why we want to do it. We just want to have fun and, you know, honor God with our gifts. But, but it's like, man, we can, we can apply those gifts into the wrong place and that's no fun. Mm, <laughs> but, yeah. but when, but when you see, when you see your gifts being used kind of in the way that they're intended to be used, it's, it's a lot of fun. And that's yeah. kind of what we're after. Well, that's terrific. I'm, I'm so excited about the event. And I wonder if now would be a good time uh, to talk about some of the, the great artists that you know for sure that have confirmed to be there with you. Yeah, absolutely. I'd love that. Um, so uh, somebody that you talked to recently, Joy Ike, yeah. is coming, and uh, her sister Peace. Um, they're from from Philadelphia. Um, one of my new favorite artists, Russ Moore, mm. who I don't know if you've heard him or not, but he he released the best gospel album of 2019. It's called The Kingdom Sessions, hmm. and he's a St. Louis worship artist, and uh, he's going to have a full band. It's going to blow the barn roof off. That's terrific. Um, uh, we're going to have um, Brothers McClurg, yeah. who are fantastic. They produced your latest album. Yeah, they're great. Um, ah, so good. And they're going to um, just the barn is going to be such a perfect venue for them. Yeah. I was thinking that too, that that just kind of, that screams for brothers McClurg to be there. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We, um, we talked about, you mentioned the name wild harbors and they're going to be playing at the event. Um, we also have, um, let me th- oh yeah, I kind of kind of forgot. Sarah Groves is going to be at the, (laughs) Sarah Groves at the Grove. It's perfect. Oh, so, and I mean, she's, she's like basically, um, a Mount Rushmore of, of like well-crafted music. Yeah. I mean, she's one of the greatest songwriters of our generation. And so, uh, to me to have her at the event is an immense, immense blessing. And, yeah. um, and it, it'll be so fun to, uh, to gather together with folks to just celebrate music. Mm-hmm. And there's, there's actually going to be about probably four or five other artists that performing that day. Um, and and yeah. I was just going to interject real quick. You know, uh, Sarah Groves, she truly is kind of an artist artist. And uh, mm. year, a couple years back, well, it's been more than a couple years ago when I had Michael Card on this podcast. Uh, and I asked him, I said, who are, who are some of your favorite writers? And, of course, everybody kind of holds up Michael Card as, as one that has such depth in his writing. Yeah. And, and he, said, uh, he said, I can tell you two. He said, Andrew Peterson and Sarah Groves. And, yeah, uh, and, right. and then, uh, it was shortly after that, uh, that Sarah came on my show and just had a great time talking with her. But, uh, I think, again, that's gonna be a perfect fit and a great draw, I think, cause she's such a well-respected artist by both listeners and artists alike. And I think that's gonna be amazing. Yeah, the funny thing is, I, when I, when I initially had the idea of doing 
you know, like a one night event at the Grove, I was thinking, well, I'll get, you know, two or three artists involved and they'll, you know, now we live near Nashville. So this is awesome. We can just have some of our friends from Nashville hop on over. And here we have um, Sarah Groves from St. Paul, Minnesota, Russ Moore from (laughs) St. Louis, Joy Ike from Philadelphia, Brothers McClurg from Buffalo, New York, (laughs) Daniel Asher from Chicago. Like, it's, people are coming from all different states, the artists, to, to play. It's 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 really fun to see it all come together. That's funny. I hadn't even thought of that. Would we yeah. <laughs> name yeah. the two of the artists? Yeah. Oh, that's terrific. And it just happened organically that way. But like you said, it, it actually creates a little more buzz for the event because mm-hmm. they're, they're artists that don't don't always play in Nashville that often. And so um, so folks get to get to see some artists that they're – you know, maybe dying to see, and yeah. uh, and I think I think it's just going to be a super memorable night of music, a lot of fun, and so all that's happening on the Sunday of Memorial Day weekend. Okay, you got to right. track with me, Rick. Uh, all right, I'm tracking. You got you got Memorial weekend, right? Memorial weekend. The Sunday is May 24th, and so we're gonna pack in, you know, 10 or 11 artists on just that one day alone. Wow. So it's like an all-day music fest. <laughs> and so so people from all over the area can 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 just come for that one day if they want. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for a smaller group, we're probably going to just cap it at like 40 or 50 people. Um, we're going to create this weekend sort of VIP experience. So you get to just... Uh, kind of experience a little bit more of Nashville. So we're going to have um, a private concert and reception at our house. So you get to see where mm. we live. It's going to probably be like a backyard concert and just some refreshments and yeah. fun hanging out. That's going to be like to kick it off on Friday night of Memorial weekend. Terrific. And then the Saturday is going to be filled with field trips. And we're going to go to uh, at least a couple different, kind of iconic locations in Nashville. Um, and then of course Sunday is, uh, and by the way, we'll have like, we'll have maybe some special artists that will show up at some of these locations. Some of the artists that aren't even involved in Sunday. Hmm. Um, so you get to meet and greet with some, um, some additional artists. That's true. And then, and then we have the whole day Sunday events, um, what will really kind of happens after the church time. So Sunday afternoon and evening, and then, and then Monday, we're going to end with a big old Nashville brunch at Loveless cafe with Sarah Groves and maybe even a couple of other artists included. So, um, we're kind of building out this really fun weekend experience for anybody who wants to kind of come for the whole time. That's great. Um, and then, and then for those who just want to dive in for one one full day of concerts, we just have that Sunday picked out for you. So um, we're trying to trying to kind of scratch both of those itches. Well, you know what I really love about this, and this is sort of like again Escape to the Lake 2.0 or whatever it was that yeah. you said before. Yeah. Because one thing that was so great at the the Escape to the Lake when I was there 
it really was the fellowship time that you got yeah. to have. Um, I mean, the music was wonderful, and of course you were going to get great music, but it was really a wonderful time to, to make some long-lasting friendships. And uh, even with artists that were there, like we don't always get to know each other because we're always playing different places. So I love the idea that you're actually building in um, kind of a, a fellowship weekend, you know, where you get yeah. to kind of hang out, see some cool places, do some things that maybe you wouldn't know about. And it especially makes to draw for people who are not from the Nashville area. One thing I, I'll be honest that I really like about this is that it is in like a Murfreesboro area versus like touristy spots in Nashville <laughs> because yeah, yeah. because that's that really is not the uh, the touristy areas are okay, but that's not the great part of Nashville. Honestly, right. it sounds like you're gonna get uh, if you go to this. Uh, festival and do the VIP thing that you're really going to get to see some of the things that really do make Nashville great in that area. So I love that whole idea. Yeah, absolutely. And we, yeah, we're, we're trying to create, um, you know, just a taste of, you get to kind of taste the city and taste some of the things that are happening. Um, so, so you will feel like you had a little holiday weekend Nashville vacation, um, but it's going to be, kind of a guided vacation like you'll you'll get to just experience and some things that that the average you know person in nashville hasn't even experienced yeah it might um you know we're still putting some details together but we might be able to visit some music studios or um kind of just do some really cool kind of behind the scene things that mm -hmm. most don't get to experience so that's the hope is it'll just be a lot of fun it'll um, we, we really want to amplify that community time and the, the fellowship time. Um, and, uh, and, and honestly, one of the things that we always struggled with, with Escape to the Lake was trying to make the event like a little more like conferency, like, mm -hmm. um, having breakout sessions and doing educational workshops and things like that. Um, we sort of did it just because we thought, that's what everybody else does. I mm -hmm. guess, I guess that's how you, that's how you're supposed to function. And then, and, and this time around, we're saying, you know what? Let's just let go of that. We're not going to have educational sessions, but you know, yeah. other, you can get, you can get that at other conferences. We're going to create a more experiential weekend yeah. where you're living it out. You're getting out, out around the town. You're seeing different things. You're meeting different artists. You'll walk away with, with an experience rather than just knowledge or information. Yeah. And, you know, the Loveless Cafe, by the way, you mentioned that. It's worth it just to go there uh, just, for the, <laughs> right. just for the biscuits. I mean, they're, they're oh, amazing. Man. The last time I was Amen. there, again, this is a place I'm not sure even most Nashvilleians know about. Uh, but it's it's like this old hotel that's been, you know, kind of turned into this uh, restaurant that's amazing that they have this, like, secret recipe for biscuits. I think the last time I was there was with Jeremy Casella, and we had breakfast one morning. And uh, it was just so much fun. So I, I so are you saying when you say Sarah Groves is going to be there, is she going to be playing at the cafe, like, while you guys eat? Or is, or is that still kind of something you're working on details we're, we're kind of working that out but we're, we're gonna we're gonna try to rent a private room so our Great. group has kind of a room to ourselves and then and then i'm hoping that uh, that sarah and maybe one or two other artists will each play a song and you know just have a chance to even talk a little bit just mingle with everybody yeah. um uh, it'll be chill like um no big formal you know um, bank, it's not going to feel like a, like a gala banquet and mm -hmm. we're not going to, we're not going to be like asking people for money. Um, 
that, that kind of, it's not going to be that vibe. It's just going to be more like, ah, this is fun. This is a cool hangout. Yeah. This is memorable. Let's um, let's Instagram about it and make everybody feel like they're missing out. That's well, that's right. <laughs> that's well, <the> hope. <laughs> I, I've got to tell you, to be honest, I'm at uh, just personally, I'm at at least a half a dozen conferences every year. Yeah. Um, whether I'm speaking at it or or playing at it or something like that. And one thing that I personally do get tired of is honestly the breakout sessions because it always feels like, oh, great, another class to go to. And yeah. some of my favorite times, I always feel like, I wish we could just go out and hang somewhere and eat and do stuff. So that I, yeah. I love that whole idea. Like this is even today talking with you about it, this actually is, is new information to me and it makes me more excited <laughs> about it. And I love yeah. it. So yeah, that's, that's going to be a great experience the whole weekend. So I'm really excited about it. It's really tough because because I'm gonna tell you the the temptation as a as an event planner I'm gonna let you in on the like <laughs> event planner side of it sure the, the temptation is to load up on those sessions mm-hmm. because you because it gives you more platform for to have you know a bunch of speakers and a bunch of um, you know artists and and presenters which makes your roster you know bigger. Yeah. And it gives you it gives you a little more promotional leverage to say you're going to walk away with these practical tools. <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? Like like mm-hmm. it, it helps people feel like okay, I can part with my hard-earned money because I'm going to walk away feeling like I'm getting an education for it. Mm-hmm. And so and so the temptation is to go that route, but I think you hit it on the money. Even the people that that put down the money for the education walk away saying it was the experience parts of this conference, the hangouts, the meal times, the, the getting to meet people, the, the, like those are the one, those are the parts I'm going to cherish the most, not the seven steps to a better this or that. Right. Um, and, and so, so it definitely is a little bit of a risk because, I, I am wondering: Will people respond? Will people mm-hmm. will people realize the benefit of the experience and of the hangouts and and see it as something? Yeah, I'm willing to invest some money to have this incredible weekend experience. Sure. I'm I'm hoping the answer is yes, but I'm but as an event planner, it does feel like a bit of a risk. Yeah. Now, uh, before we end our conversation today, I, I want to find out, you said uh, at the time we're recording this, everything is still being planned, but by the time we release this, things like the website and logos and things like that will all have been unrolled, and we'll have links yeah. to all that yeah. on our webpage. But what is uh, the website going to be for this festival? It's whiteowlmusicfest.com. Okay. So White Owl. Very easy, yeah. Very easy to remember, whiteowlmusicfest.com. Uh, we also have white, you know, at White Owl Music Fest on Instagram. You can follow us there. Um, obviously, if you can't make it to the event, we will, you know, be posting Instagram pictures and videos and things like that. So we'll we'll do our best to give good coverage. Cool. Um, and my hope, uh, this is definitely just kind of a dream, but my hope is to actually pull together a, a kind of a ragtag video crew that we could actually capture some really cool performances and um, some great moments of the whole weekend and share some of that stuff, um, you know, kind of package some of that stuff and share it 
even over the next year that follows. That's terrific. And, you know, one thing that I'm hoping, too, something that's come up a, a few times in just our conversation today, whether it be your move to Nashville and feeling the prompting of the Spirit to do that, and then doing this festival, and, and you're a person that I think... Um, tries to listen when God is calling and, and is opening new doors and doing new things. I was just thinking as we were talking, wouldn't it be wonderful too if a festival like this was a moment that, that actually gave people some space to maybe be able to hear from God in ways that other conferences and things don't always do because they're so overloaded and so busy. And uh, I, I just think it's a, one thing that I oftentimes crave. I can think of a couple of songwriters retreats that I've been to, and they kept us so busy the whole time. I thought, I haven't had a chance to even like have devotion since I've been here. Right. And, and yet, yeah. you know, one of the coolest things that I could see about this event, especially because of the location, the atmosphere that you're creating is you know to that people really can maybe connect with God as they're connecting with each other in these times of fellowship and these times of music and, and times of traveling together and, and just all that that goes on with it that's a lot about you know we we hear God best I think when we hear God together in that mm. way and so I, I mm. love that this could really be an event that that helps us maybe to do that in some new ways yeah absolutely I, that's so I appreciate I appreciate that a lot I uh, my my family has um, uh, just started kind of landing at one church that we're going to, and mm-hmm. um, it's uh, it's actually not even not even super close to my house. It's called Journey Church in Brentwood, Tennessee, yeah. and um, and they they have like a few pillars of of their church, a few like core beliefs, and um, and one of them is that. I believe that God is at work in you. And, and, and the essence of that is that as we gather together, um, and as we share our stories, we, we, um, acknowledge that God is at work in your life. And, and you may not even have the same perspective that I do. You, uh, I may even view myself I might view myself far behind where you're at. I may view myself far ahead from where you're at, but it doesn't matter. God is at work in you, hmm. and and because God's at work in you, it's going to minister to me too. And and guess what? It also means God's at work in me, and God is allowing me to and my story to help influence and and encourage and inspire others to um to experience god's goodness so we get to experience the holy spirit in in the lives of each other um really probably more than any any seminar or or lesson or class could so um so that's that's really what we want to emphasize is the opportunity for people to meet god and meet the spirit in in a a new fresh way and that that would mean the world to us yeah well, that's terrific, and uh, I, I'm so excited to share more about this. So everybody listening today, make sure when you go to VoicesInMyHeadPodcast.com, uh, you're going to find some of these links that we've talked about on the show today. But another website that we've talked about you do want to go and check out is WhiteOwlMusicFest.com. Uh, my recommendation would be when you're listening to this podcast or when you finish that you immediately go and purchase your tickets so they don't run out because... 
because especially <laughs> if you want the VIP uh, weekend, it sounds like it's going to – I think it will probably sell out pretty fast. It sounds like yeah, it's going to be a could. great thing. Yeah. So. Well, Dave, this has been really great, and I want to thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to come and have a visit today and, and tell us uh, not only about the festival, but it's so good to hear about what God is doing in your life. And I want to thank you for uh, stepping out on faith and being faithful to do some of the difficult things because, as you know, it's it's a hard thing to move and to pick up and go places. And yet I think you're seeing some of the fruit of that as well as God is continuing to show you uh, what part uh, your what part you have in his story and so I'm grateful for that and I'm grateful for the good things that you're doing so thank you again for being one of the voices in my head this week thanks so much Rick really appreciate you and your friendship too thanks a lot thank you for joining me here this week on voices in my head I hope you'll visit me on my website at rickleejames.com where you can find out more about me Get my music on vinyl and CD, follow my blog, and even schedule me for a concert or a speaking engagement. Better yet, even a book signing in your neighborhood. You can find all that and more at rickleejames.com. Also, it would mean a great deal to me if you could write a review of this podcast on iTunes. The more positive reviews that we receive, the more visible this podcast will be online. And now, for the benediction. May the God of hope Fill you with all joy and peace in believing, so that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound in hope. God bless you, and thank you for listening to Voices in My Head.